Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, and with us right now, we've got Todd Dexheimer. And Todd, you are the owner of Venture D Properties, and you're the host of the Pillars of Wealth Creation Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. So Todd, just quick overview, what does Venture D Properties do? Yeah, uh, we focus on multifamily uh, acquisitions and value adds. So we're, we're taking properties that are a little bit beat up, uh, maybe outdated, uh, just need some help. And we're fixing them up. We're typically raising rents, but one of the biggest things we try to focus on is lowering expenses, doing uh, putting things in there like green systems and um, you know just just strengthening our efficiencies. And uh, we do that through uh, syndication. So basically, pulling uh, investors' money together to mm-hmm. buy the asset and providing our investors with the solid returns. Yeah, and so kind of interesting about your background. You used to be a school teacher. I used to be a high school industrial tech teacher. So I was ah. teaching shop class, like wood tech and metal. Oh my gosh. Like yeah, yeah, it was crazy. So do you know if they, that's, is that still done? It's still done. It, you know, when, like, as I entered into the field, it was really getting pummeled. Hmm. Uh, they were taking it out of schools. So lessening and lessening and lessening. And it's still kind of getting hit a little bit, but I think it's actually kind of coming back a little bit. And I wouldn't necessarily call it now wood wood shop and like metal shop in the traditional sense. It's more yeah. that STEM, right? Science, technology, engineering, and math. And mm. so it's kind of shifted how it is. So there's a lot more computer work, um, but there's a lot more like into the manufacturing and the engineering aspect of it and less into like the, hey, let's make a cabinet. Right. We'll just 3D print a cabinet now. Yeah, we're going to 3D print a cabinet. <laughs> That's amazing. So, uh, so, what was, so you were working for the school district, and then did you decide at some point, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty handy here. Uh, I, I guess at the same time, you, had, you were doing um, properties on your own. Yeah. Um, can you explain that little evolution there? What yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, it, you know what, Josh? It almost started like right away, right? When I was teaching, I'm like, this is just isn't for me. Like, this isn't getting me up in the morning and I'm not excited to to do it. I, I enjoyed it to an extent, but it just wasn't quite for me. Uh, and so, that evolution was like reading books and just to, like figuring out what I wanted to do next. And uh, I was good at... I was good at the construction side. I did construction through the summers. I was like, it was a natural fit. Real estate made a lot of sense. As I'm yeah. reading these books, I'm an analytical type person. So I'm reading these books and I'm looking at these numbers. I'm going, man, th- th- this just makes sense. I got to figure out a way I can get into that. And uh, and so I started buying these small 
properties, single family houses, duplexes, uh, finding partners to buy with, like figuring out how I could get in there. And eventually it just snowballed into, you know, doing a lot of flips, doing a lot of uh, one to four family rentals mm -hmm. and, and eventually into now uh, what I'm at right now, which is buying, typically we buy like a hundred plus unit apartment. Company. Whoa. Wow. So wow. All right. So, I mean, that's, it sounds, I know you've been doing this a while, but you know, properties of that size, I mean, obviously again, you know, everyone's, you know, everyone's doing their homework. You have, yeah. You're syndicating the buys. So like everybody's yeah, right, right. kind of coming in. So, uh, well, so what was your first property and what did you learn from that one? Well, man, you're taking me like way back in, uh, into ancient history, right? Uh, grade school. First, <laughs> you're, you're, you're flipping properties in grade school. Yeah. It's funny actually, cause I, I, apparently don't like to do things small. So my first property was actually about three like houses all at once, pretty much. I, I must've closed on them within like a couple of days or a couple of weeks for sure of each other. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. So I'm just going to take it through one of them. Um, or maybe we can talk about all of them. It's up to you. But uh, the, the one of them that I'll go through was a, a single family. Uh, it was a, um, a rental that I created. I made it into a rental and I bought it for right around 60,000. I put another about 15,000. I did all the work myself with actually a couple of like friends. My wife even came mm -hmm. and helped. I think my parents came one day and helped or a couple days maybe. Um, and we just fixed that property up, got a tenant in there, was renting it for like 1400 bucks a month. So that math works all day. Mm. Um, and I ended up then meeting somebody fairly shortly thereafter who was a mortgage broker who said, wow, you've got a bunch of equity that you've created in this property. Why don't you refinance it? And I thought, well, that's impossible, right? The, the market, this was 2008. So the market like crashed. Yeah. He was running for the hills, but we ended up refinancing. I ended up pulling actually cash out of it. Like, 20k or so of cash out of it to be able to buy my next property. Um, so it ended up working out really well. I actually still hold that property to this day. Um, I've just I just refinanced it. I haven't refinanced mm -hmm. it again. So like I only I don't know very much on it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Well, it's great to own properties free and clear with no mortgage on it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably some, pretty soon actually. Some nice cash flow. Right. Um, so Todd, at what point then do you say, you know, this is going pretty good for me. Yeah. I'm going to now open this up to, uh, you know, either teaching what I do or, you know, as you do right now, you know, again, building and forgive me on the, the vocabulary, what syndication deals. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it took a while, probably too long, quite frankly. I got kind of probably in my own way um, I, I, through this process of buying these properties. I was also flipping. So I would flip probably two to three houses before I bought one as a, as a rental. So I did probably like 150 flips um, and did a, you know, bought a big rental portfolio of small properties. And eventually I got into the kind of mid-size apartments and then into the syndications. So it took a long time. I think uh, my first syndication was in 2016. So just a few years ago, um, and, and like I said, I just got in my own way. It was like, I got comfortable, you know, you know what I mean? I could just like fat and happy. It was easy, <laughs> uh, to do what I was doing and I wanted to step up. Uh, but I ended up just waiting. And eventually as I, 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 I had a business partner for a while there and I, when we split, I just kind of looked at everything and 
what and, and analyzed and said, man, these rentals make so much sense. I need to double down on these, stop the flipping. And as I did that, and I started buying bigger properties, I, I said, wow, this makes sense. Like I got to continue to buy bigger properties because the scale, the efficiency is just so much greater um, as you do more. And so it, it made a lot of sense to continue to go up and scale. And I had a lot of investors, quite frankly, that I used during my flipping days. They would mm-hmm. fund my flips for me and they wanted to put their money into my flip still. And I said, well, I'm do- done doing flipping, but I'm going to do this. Would you like to come yeah. along with that? And they all said, yeah, let's do it. So yeah. uh, it was able you know, to also keep them involved as well. Nice. And so at what point do you decide I'm going to be a teacher? I'm not going to be a teacher. No, no, no. At what point are, no, now are, are oh, you a oh, oh, teacher sorry. of now real estate? <laughs> now, now we're going into my new kind of teaching. It's yeah. funny because I thought there was no possible way I would ever go back to education, like ever go back to teaching. <laughs> uh, and now I teach multifamily real estate. I mean, you know, yeah. So, um, are, are the students any different behaviorally? Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. They want to be there. They're paying to be there. And, You're right. <laughs> uh, and they're very motivated. Uh, and I only want motivated people. I think yeah. you know, anybody who is in this business understands like we only want motivated people that are actually going to take the action and do the work. I don't want somebody who thinks that I am going to give them the deals and I'm going to find them the money and I'm going to you know do everything for them. Because that's just not how it works. Like you have to be motivated uh, if you're going to have success. It's just period. You've got to you've got to be willing to do the hard hard work. Um, so I I it was a process. You know, I had thought about it for a while again, um, but I started really diving into teaching in kind of late 2017, mm-hmm. uh, 2018. Uh, I really started getting into it. And then in 2019, it's a day. So it was, um, you know, as I, as I was learning a, a lot and had learned a lot and had made a lot of mistakes and, you know, learn from those, I'm finding that others were wanting that same knowledge um, that were maybe, you know, years behind where I was and they wanted to get to where I am a lot quicker than what my journey was. And the other thing is I hired a mentor and I realized the power that that mentor provided me. And I went, whoa, like the light bulb turned on. And I said, whoa, this is, this is really powerful. I want to provide this to other people. Um, and, and so the, uh, in terms of, you know, your, the, the education that you do, um, obviously you're a podcaster. Yeah. Pillars of Wealth Creation. Uh, and then um, do you also have courses that you sell to potential investors? And so how do you decide what to give away and what to uh, charge money for? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, so my podcast is, right, it's free. Um, people people can listen to it. And uh, that's a different form of education. Obviously, I don't, can't necessarily control who my audience is and nor do I you know, do I want to, I want everybody to listen, uh, that wants to listen, um, and, and motivate. Um, but that's all free. Uh, I do a lot of webinars for free. I do, um, you know, I write a lot of blogs, obviously those are free. 
Um, you know, I go to conferences and meetups and speak at those and those are free. I haven't mm -hmm. ever charged for those. So a lot of that's free. A lot of it's, um, you know, you've got to look, I think you've got to look at a couple things. First of all, I mean, you have to create influence, like what you're what, like, what the show is all about, right? <laughs> right. So you've got, you've got to create influence. You've got to get your name out there. You've got to make sure people understand who you are. And also, you know, it's, it's, it's actually really enjoyable to create that value. I get these emails from people that tell me I've made a massive impact in their life and it's really, really cool. Right. Um, so I think that there is, I, I don't know if I have the magic answer on, on mm -hmm. really to when, when do you charge and when is it free? Um, I think I would err on the side of more free and less charge. Uh, right. That's me personally. Um, I want to provide a lot of information to you and I want to make sure that you, when I do my, my coaching that I charge for, it's for multifamily investors. Uh, and I want to get motivated people that are already educated. Like, I don't want to teach you what the word syndication means. I don't want to teach you what the word NOI means, uh, net operating income for those of you mm -hmm. who don't know. And it's, you're oh, I knew that, but, uh, but other people, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> right, right. So I don't want to teach people that stuff. Like I want you to come already educated. Yeah. And so that's, well, why not give away a lot of that education for free? That yes. way they're already smart. They come, or I shouldn't say smart, smart in what, what I'm trying to teach, you know, mm -hmm. understand what I'm trying to teach. And then we can really hammer into the details. We can really help create that success. So I want to shorten that curve, right? I want to make it so like when we start, we can be successful in that short period of time that we're working together. So, uh, and, and so Todd, uh, now the, so people that action now you're producing all this content and goodness, you've done what 200 over 250 episodes now of your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, in terms of podcasts go, that's, you know, that you got some legs there, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, at the podcast fun. itself, uh, I would imagine has been very helpful for business. And, yeah. and aside from just, you know, producing content that people can discover, what other ways has the podcast been helpful for you? Yeah. Uh, you know, as far as like, how has it helped my business? I mean, for, first of all, I do have some sponsors um, and I, that's not probably a big revenue source when you look at, okay, wow, you're making a bunch of money on the podcast. No, I'm making like pennies basically on it, but uh, it's not costing me money. So that's kind of nice. Uh, but the, the benefit is I've, I've gotten a lot of investors out of it. I've gotten clients out of it for, for coaching. Um, and so um, people will hear me. You know, I've had Look, I, I get these in, investor calls and people are interested in what I do and they want to invest in real estate. And so mm. they'll, they'll, they're doing their research, trying to find who the, the sponsors are out there that they want to get to know. And they listen to me on my podcast. And I've had people that have, have, uh, we've had our first call and I say, you know, just what kind of information do you want to know about me and my company? And they say, well, I really know everything already. I've been listening to you for, for the last couple of years. Um, so the podcast provides that people get to know my personality. They get to know what my, basically what my belief systems are and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. They get this deep dive into who I am. And for those who don't know as much, and maybe they've 
heard me on somebody else's podcast or they read one of my blogs and then they reach out. It's easy for me to go, hey, check out my web, check out my uh, podcast and get to know me a little bit. Yeah. And so it's, that's been, that's been huge uh, as far as just that being able to get the, the, you know, investors and the clients and even some, some potential deals um, out of the, out of the podcast. I haven't closed on a deal that's been brought to me, but I've gotten deals and potential partnerships that have came through the podcast. So, uh, you know, the, you know, this might feel like a little bit longer of a sales cycle, but I mean, from my experience, this is what people are expecting now because there are so many quote unquote experts in real estate. I'm going to end up doing business with someone with whom I have a relationship with. Um, I'm not, listen, you throw a Facebook ad in front of me and you put me onto a a page where you're going to sell me your book for $20 and I've never heard of you. Forget it. It's it's not going to happen. Like I'm not going to do that. But if you make it ridiculously easy for us to spend time together, now I feel a level of comfort. And then I hear, oh, well, I do have this video series, I've got this book, I've got, you know, whatever it is. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm interested in taking that next step, but it's very much like the dating metaphor, you know, so, you know, I often badmouth uh, marketers who are just being overly aggressive and trying to speed the, uh, the, the dating process along too quickly. People aren't really buying it. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And, and plus, I, I don't know, I just, it's just comfortable for me. And it's the way I like to be sold to. I, and so it's the way that I do it as well. I mean, it's just, look, you could put Facebook ads out there, but if you put Facebook ads out there for me, it's like, oh, maybe put some Facebook ads out there that drive people to your free content, which Mm -hmm. eventually then drives them to your paid, um, you know, programs that you, that you might have, but give them the free stuff, overload them with the free stuff first, make sure they're the right fit. You want people that are going to be, I want people at least that are going to be successful with what I have to offer. And if they're just jumping in both feet without having that knowledge, having that desire, they're going to ultimately fail. And that looks bad with me. If I've got, you know, 50 students and 45 of them fail or, you know, don't do what they set out to do, that looks poor on me, right? Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. So I don't want that either. I want the right people. So Todd, you've got the, uh, again, your podcast pillars of wealth creation. So for yeah. someone listening to our conversation right now, or they're watching it, just go on to a, any podcast directory. Right. And uh, you know, if there's 255 episodes, guaranteed it's in every single player. It's in every single yeah, directory. So, yeah. So you can just search for pillars of wealth creation. Uh, you have a lot of great guests talking about, um, again, uh, you know, real estate strategies, uh, and uh, again, wh- how else would you describe or, or kind of uh, explain what's unique about your show? Yeah, I think uh, we're we're not solely for real estate investors, but we're very f- we're very focused on real estate uh, and real estate investors. So uh, any business owner would get value out of it, but the 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 most uh, value would be if you're a real estate um, and. We talk about essentially how do you operate your business properly? How do you structure mm-hmm. it properly? How do you put the systems in place properly? Because what I find is a lot of real estate investors, they only think about the deal, 
right? It's right. about getting that next deal. And we, oh, what are we going to do? We're going to buy a, a 20 unit apartment or a hundred unit apartment or five or a duplex or whatever it is. And that's all we think about. We don't think about the systems or processes that we should put in place to create a successful business. We don't think about all the other things, the mindset and all that other stuff that's really important to create a successful business uh, to be able to grow and to be able to, you know, continue to make money, not just today. Yeah. Well, excellent. Well, Todd, is there, uh, aside from the podcast, is there anything that uh, if someone's like, hey, I like this Todd guy, he seems pretty smart. <laughs> like where would, where would they connect yeah. with you? Yeah. So uh, if they want to talk to me about, you know, multifamily uh, investing, anything like that, uh, they can go to my website. And that's actually my catch all website would be venturedproperties.com, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-D properties.com. Um, and, or they can go to, you know, coach with Dex, D E X, com if they want to learn more about that. And I'm on, uh, I'm on all kinds of, uh, social media. I'm on, I'm on Facebook, yeah, LinkedIn, yeah. and a little bit on Instagram. So those sure. are Facebook and LinkedIn are the two to two to reach me at probably. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Excellent. Well, Todd Dexheimer, you're the owner of Venture D Properties. You're the host of the Pillars of Wealth Creation Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Josh, appreciate you having me on. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.